plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. I was looking at the Washington Post. Do you look at the Post at all? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, usually I don't. Not the yeah, but the Post. Is but but post. Th- this was the headline of the story, and had you seen it, you probably would have looked. It said, forget what you've heard. Here are the new rules for post-pandemic retirement. I- I've seen a couple of headlines with that. Um, I think it's hard. I mean, I think there's some components of that that, you know, you can definitely start talking about. Yep. But I think there's other components that, look, at we're on uncharted territory. There are a lot of unknowns. Oh, no argument. No argument. But some of the stuff and, I looked at, I said, well, okay. I like old rule, make retirement savings your number one priority. The new rule, making paying off debt, especially high interest debt, a priority. That's always been a priority of ours. That's not yeah, you, a that new is a, you, rule. Yeah, right. that, that has been a talking point of yours since I've known you, Steve. Yep. Yeah, you want to go into retirement with as little or no debt at all. Very important. Now, uh, second rule. Old rule was your home is a great retirement investment. New rule, your home is not a great retirement plan. And they say your home is an asset, but it's illiquid, meaning you can't quickly access the equity you need in cash. Right. Uh, but for most well, Americans... I've always, had that, I've always had that conversation with people who've come into the office about that topic. There you go. And they say, well... My house is part of my retirement, and my response to them is always, I understand that thought process, but what you need to say to yourself is, if I sell my house, I have to go move someplace else, and how much is that going to cost me, and how much does that leave me with, if any, current situations in the last year or two, everybody's been bidding up on asking prices of houses and places to live. Are we going to be there when you go to retire? It's an unknown, and I, I wouldn't bank my whole retirement plan on that thought process. No, and if, if you're forced to price the home to sell, you could take a hit. So Correct. You know, uh, and, and of you, course... Uh, remember, you still have to go find another place to live. Yep. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that well, that yeah. doesn't need to be considered. No. Yeah. No, absolutely. And of course, there's always reverse mortgage, but we're not even going to talk yeah. about that. Nah. No, not going to go there. The old, uh, the other, Another old rule, you only need between 70 and 80% of your pre-retirement income. The new rule... You may need to replace a hundred percent of your pre-retirement income. Is that based on inflation? They're saying don't uh, underestimate retirement spending. They said, uh, and, and you have said this: retirement has three phases: the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. Correct. And you've used that, but they said people think expenses will go down because they don't commute to work, blah blah blah. But other expenses take the place of supposed savings from retirement. Many people still have mortgage payment, home and vehicle upkeep. Uh, giving to or spending money on grandchildren. It's better to plan for 100% of what you were living on before retirement. This is the more conservative approach. It won't hurt to have saved more than needed, but it's a pickle the other way around. That's always been the philosophy. Yep. Always. Yep. One of the processes that we bring people through when they come into the office, and obviously that's not happening. So what I really want to point out to people right now who are listening, look, don't let the social distancing avoid making financial plans. You can still have face-to-face without ever leaving the comfort of your home. 
if you're a year or two away or five or ten years away, you do not want to avoid the financial planning process just because you can't sit in front of someone. With today's technology, and we're doing it a lot, I was here until must have been 6.30, quarter to 7, talking to clients, having reviews. Uh, we've used it with new clients who've come on board in the last week or two, face-to-face, phone, you know, whether it's through one of the, you know, FaceTime sure. right. or any of those any of those types of uh, things. We can do that here. I mean, we're in our office. And you want to be making fact-based decisions right now. Don't make decisions on things that you're hearing in the news. You want to make decisions on what you can control. Right. Okay? Good point. No, good point. Good point. So, now, uh, another, here's another one. And again, something you've talked about a lot. Of, so a lot of this reinforces what you've talked about uh, in this story in the Washington Post. The old rule: retirees should greatly reduce their exposure to stocks. The new rule: retirees should not shun stocks because one of the greatest financial risks for retirees is inflation. How do your investments are going to be impacted by inflation? And it's uh, not unusual to spend thirty years plus in retirement. And some exposure to equities can help with inflation. Yeah, and this falls back, Peter, to what I've always discussed. You're not going to put all your eggs in one basket. And Mm -hmm. if if that's your mindset from a retirement planning standpoint, you could get into trouble. Uh, I've always talked about and taught when we were doing our retirement planning at the colleges and we would put on these courses, we always had the conversation about, Okay, look, there's a lot of different asset classes that you can put your money into. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And what our job is as advisors is to try to look down that road and look for what the potential roadblocks are. And we either try to minimize them or eliminate them. Because there's some of them you're just never going to eliminate. But you can soften the blow of it, hitting it. So inflation in deflation, because that's also in the conversation, mm-hmm. are things we have conversations with when it comes to sitting down with our clients. And people always may say to themselves, you know, what is inflation? It basically is the decrease in purchasing power due to an increase in the price of goods. Mm-hmm. So take, for example, right now, oil. Right. Okay. Is that inflation or deflation? That's actually deflation. I was going to say my answer is deflation. Correct. Let's talk about chicken, meat, and pork. I know people have not seen the price transfer yet, but I'm hearing out there that prices of these products are going to become more and more expensive. People right? aren't because of what? Yeah, but the problem is people aren't seeing the product to buy. Uh, right. I, uh, well. No. I, I mean, I was at the store the other day. Uh, no sausage. Chicken pretty much cleaned out. Burger, clean, I mean, it's, it's it just ain't there. It's not there because I think people are, some people are already looking ahead. Panic of the buying, going, panic buying. I want to stock up now yeah. on this price. Panic buying. We are not able to get pork in the United States, but pork suppliers are shipping pork in record-breaking numbers to China right now. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because of some trade deal we've got, the Chinese, uh, they, they had their uh, swine, they had swine flu or something a few years ago that decimated their their uh, pork their herds. Pork. And, and so they're buying from America. 
the pork producers in Iowa, they're shipping it to China, and we're like, hello, I just went to the store. There's no sausage. There's no pork. I can't. Mm-hmm. Hello? Doesn't seem right. And I think going forward, a lot of that's going to change. Uh, yeah, you know, I, think I, I, I think it's going to get. Yeah. I think Americans are going to get extra, are extremely upset and even get more upset as this thing moves on. Mm-hmm. When I, when you start to unravel the whole complexity of this situation and how it started, where it stemmed from, and I'm not one who's going to tell you where it's going. I just think people are going to get upset. Americans will get upset, and I think the dynamics of how we do business going forward can is going to change. Yeah, yep, I'm with uh, you on that. The inflation rate, according to U.S. inflation calendar, 2019 was 2.3 is what they wanted. But the average over the entire 2019 was only 1.8. Okay. What you have to understand is if you're planning and putting a retirement plan together, this can be seen in fixed income investments, such as a pension or your Social Security. That's fixed money. Right. Okay. If you're buying a bond with, say, a coupon rate or even a CD of 3%, so let's say you're, you're making 3% on that, it's an investment, you're in retirement, and the nominal, that, that's your nominal return for the investment. However, if we have an inflation rate of 2%, then your actual purchasing power is really only 1%. And this is where it's so critical to understand your spending habits and why when we sit down with clients, we really focus on that process, and it's not abnormal for someone to come into our office, fill out their expense sheets, and say, this is what I'm spending, and after many years of doing this, I kind of look at it, and then I kind of look at what their income is, and then I say, hey, let me ask you a question, and we go back over it, mm-hmm. yep. and they end up doing it a second time, and then they go, huh, okay, and maybe even sometimes a third time, because now I'm going to tell you where... You know, a lot of people like to use round numbers and say, well, this is, and I'm okay with that as long as you're rounding up. Right. But understanding your spending habits will greatly help you avoid inflation, deflation going forward. There you go. Your Social Security benefits are sometimes adjusted yearly to keep pace with inflation. Yeah, but not not much. It's not always effective. Right. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way, you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.